And I'm Donna Carter. And you are listening to the very last episode of Grow on the Go. Yeah. Yeah. I feel a little nostalgic about it. Nostalgic. Is that how people... Nostalgic? Nostalgic? Interesting. Okay. Sure. It's spelled with an O. I think it's okay to say nostalgic. I mean, kernel is spelled with an L. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anything goes, really, I guess. English doesn't make sense. It sure doesn't. But if if anything, you have... um, Oh, some of the things that you must have really enjoyed, other than us correcting each other's pronunciation, <laughs> would be the acronyms that I come up with that and then you, forget. Oh, that's so funny. When mom brings up an acronym, she goes, you know what I do? I follow this acronym. Um, and then she can't remember what it stands for. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, when I describe the podcast, I say, like, my mom teaches and, and brings really insightful stuff, and I just make fun of her. Um, <laughs> that's... And you have been such a great sport. <laughs> Every so often we'll end a podcast and I'll be like, was that okay? Did I go too far? Are you okay? No, I know you love me. It's all good. Yeah, I, that's, I, don't, I don't make jokes like that about people I don't love. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also portmanteaus. Portmanteaus, big fan That's of been a big theme. Yeah, smushing several words together to make a new word. And of course I can't remember any of the specific what ones off the top of my head. Yeah, we had some good ones. But... I do remember at one point in the podcast... You said you were using an example and you were like, if a child broke your favorite lamp and I completely roasted you for having a favorite lamp. But now that I'm a bit older, I'm like, I could see having a favorite lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I want to tell the story of how the podcast evolved because I don't think we've ever talked about that. If we have, I don't remember. It's been seven years. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. This is part of our problem, having gone for we seven years. We don't remember what we've told you. I could have written the same podcast four times, you know. And we might have done. And and uh, we've definitely told the same story several oh, times. Oh, sure. Sorry. There's only, there's only so much uh, catalog I've well, got Well, and I'm only 31. With. I've only had so many experiences. <laughs> well, I um, when I wrote my first two books, I brought, I did a video study to go with them so mm-hmm. that people could do small group studies with them. But more and more as I was going to speaking engagements, I was finding older and older women there. And I was wondering, what are young women doing to grow in their faith? Mm. And it occurred to me that they are listening to podcasts. And so I thought, well, instead of trying to do a video Bible series for my third book, maybe I'll just do a podcast. Initially, I was just thinking it would just be like... Just a limited series. Yeah, a limited mm. series. And as I prayed about it, I, I felt that that might be how God was leading me. It was actually through um, some coaching sessions I did with a life coach that mm. um, I, I kind of came up with the idea. And and eventually, as I prayed about it, I, I really felt like God even gave me the name, Grow on the Go. And um, so originally, I was just thinking about, as I said, getting the content of my my third book out there. But... Um, And I wanted it to be lighthearted and fun, but also, you know, serious and inspiring. And I was pretty sure I could do the serious and maybe inspiring, but I wasn't sure. I felt like I needed a co-host to banter Mm. with. 
And so I reached out to a friend who is a speaker, very funny, and um, who has a pretty significant social media presence and told her what I was thinking of doing. And she said, well, I'm willing to help you get this done, but I don't think even I have um, the social media presence necessary to really get a podcast out there and do mm-hmm. well. And so that was pretty disheartening. And I, I thought, okay, maybe I didn't hear God. But just a few days later, I was on Facebook and my friend Melinda Estabrooks um, announced on, on um, Facebook that she was launching a podcast. And I messaged her right away and I said, do you know if, if they're looking for more content, like who's hosting it? And do you know if they're looking for more content? And she said, well, I don't know, but here's the contact person. And mm-hmm. it happened to be Matt Kane. Hi, Matt. <laughs> who, you know, was launching Faith Strong Today, uh, a digital platform, um, who, and also um, was the general manager of Joy Radio in, in the Toronto area. Mm-hmm. So I contacted him. And I, I did everything wrong. I'm so <laughs> sorry, Matt. Like, this was so ridiculous. I I, uh, I called him Mike instead of Matt. <laughs> Classic Donna. And instead of Faith Strong Today, I think I called it Live Strong Today or something like that. I would have deleted that email I and know, not responded to it. I know. It's shocking that he wanted to talk with me. But I guess he had heard me on Melinda's radio show mm. a few years earlier and thought that I had might have something Didn't totally to offer. Suck. Yeah, apparently. So um, we chatted, and um, he wanted me to do both a podcast and a radio show on Joy. Well, I only committed to, and originally I was thinking shorter and you know a limited series, but I said, well, let's try it and see where it goes. And yeah. I told him in the meantime, I'd been thinking of who I'd want as my co-host. I knew I didn't want. Uh, I was no longer interested in the friend I'd spoken to earlier who really didn't believe in the idea. <laughs> <laughs> and as I said, I wanted someone who would be fun. And so I thought of you, Kev. I'm very fun. You are very fun. <laughs> I also mm-hmm. went to school for radio broadcasting, so that but doesn't that, hurt. But that isn't why. I wanted someone that I could have natural banter with. Mm. And so I pitched the idea of you as my co-host, and he loved the idea of a mother-daughter duo. <laughs> so here we are. Seven years later, mm-hmm. in that time, I've become a grandma. I've started speaking with my husband at marriage events. <laughs> I've started speaking with my husband. <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't talking. No, we've we never talked spoken for the first before. Forty years. Yeah. Of marriage. <laughs> it's just sorry, sharing a it's stage. A brand new thing. Wow, <laughs> what a time to be alive! We should have a marriage podcast next. <laughs> well, um, funny you should say that. That there, there is a possibility of that developing so stay tuned everybody maybe um yeah so um my husband and i are speaking at way more marriage events um than i'm speaking at women's events now and i'm good with that i like Mm -hmm. that change that feels good to me Mm -hmm. so how about you kev any any changes in your life between the ages of 24 and 31 oh my goodness yeah i so i was still working in radio at the time. I remember going into the GM of the station I worked at and saying, look, I'm, I'm doing this podcast with my mom. It's going to air 
on Joy in the GTA, is this a conflict of interest? Do I need to pull out? And he was like, I mean, no, we're, we're in very different markets and it's very different content. So because mm-hmm. I was in I was in, you know, commercial music radio. Um, and so he gave me the go ahead. Um, I was laid off from that job. I got a job. Thank that, goodness you were laid off from that yes, job. I was unemployed for nine months. That was hard. That uh, was hard. I got a job that I loved for five years. I became an expert in digital marketing. I started managing people and found a huge passion for that. Um, I ended up not just managing, but coaching, coaching, very much coaching, more coaching, people grow. Yes. And, and figuring out what's in people's way and removing those, Mm. those stumbling blocks. Mm -hmm. Um, is very much where my heart is and it's hopefully where my career will take me. So, Hey, if you're interested, uh, hit me up. But (laughs) having said that, um, then my time at that company ended and that was very hard, still very hard. Um, started with an amazing new company that I, I get to sort of help build from the ground up. Um, oh man, gained like probably 50 pounds, um, met my, in no particular order, met my husband, got married, um, lived apart from my husband for about five years. Um, with a one, five and a half month. Yes. Spell interlude. Yeah. And then in the middle Mm -hmm. there, um, became an aunt twice. You became a grandma twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's developed an eating disorder. There's a, it's a mixed bag. (laughs) (laughs) Some good stuff. There's some some good stuff. There's some bad stuff. stuff. Yeah. There's a lot. It's been a lot. Well, and of course we mentioned that time you were in Australia, which that was tough, uh, which, um, I started involving dad on the show at that mm-hmm. point as my most frequent co-host. Yeah. I also learned how to how to podcast over Zoom, which, which wasn't mostly my favorite. Worked. Yeah. Mostly. We had some annoying buzzing sounds we couldn't seem to get to the bottom of. But, um, oh, wow. And losing um, using Zoom, there were some interesting moments there. Oh, we're talking over each other and stuff. Well, yeah. Like at one point I was um, interviewing my friend Wendy in Edmonton. And Levi was in the room with me, which he always he always is, and yeah. he's usually really really good. He barely makes a sound, but that this time he was gagging and choking. <laughs> Amazing! And I'm, I'm literally holding his muzzle shut no! to try and make it quieter, and he's fighting for his life. And well, yeah. Wendy felt the need to say, "By the way, that disgusting noise <laughs> is not, not me." me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We kind of let our level of professionalism slide a well, little during uh, that period of time. I mean, our level of professionalism, we came into this really wanting it to be good. And we still do. Of course. Um, but good has changed. Yeah. So at first, I was editing out every airplane noise, every breath. Um, and A, I didn't want to do it anymore. And B, it just wasn't super authentic. Well, yeah. And we were hearing from people who know things that, you know, what people really like Mm -hmm. is the authenticity. Yeah. And and that... The realness. And that is sort of something I'd... I think my, my memory of it is like gently pushed 
Um, that's not usually where you operate. No, no. You like polish. Yep. And I'm like, people like me because I'm a mess. So <laughs> let's just be messy. Well, we're all a mess. You just you just uh, admit it more freely. Well, yeah. And so and especially once we started doing Instagram videos, there were a few times when we first started doing it or you'd be like, we should redo that. And I'd be like, no, it's fine. It's funny. Let's keep it. Yeah. So, yeah, our the way at first it was way more scripted. We would talk about, OK, how are we going to get into the topic? Right. What are we going to talk about beforehand? Um and now I often don't even know what the topic is when I sit down mm. and we just start talking. And if we have a segue, great. And if we don't, oh, well, I'll make fun of you for whatever you try. <laughs> and and that's another thing we should be infamous for is our, some of my really beautiful segues. Really, really bad segues. Really smooth. <laughs> just, just seamless, truly. Now, we've had some phenomenal laughs. Mm-hmm. I remember your... Your toilet flushing story <laughs> that we cackled about for oh. far longer than anyone besides us was comfortable <laughs> with. It's funny. I didn't tell you that before the podcast, did I? No. I saved it for the yes, show. And Genius we, move on and my we part. we howled for far longer than is That's acceptable. a relatively recent one. That's within the last six months. Yeah. Oh, that was not. great. Can you think of any others that really got us laughing? Um, I mean, so there was one moment I was chewing on something that was not supposed to be chewed on. <laughs> I remember covertly to myself and mom trying to get me to stop, just like silently holds out her hand for me to spit it out. And instead of doing it, I just called her out. I was like, I am not actually. Six? Yeah. I was just like, okay, just so you know what's happening right now. And I'm sure it was probably making some noise, but you have a kid with a with a with ADHD and an oral fixation. What are you gonna do? It, so that made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> And then we, I remember launching into Handel's Messiah. So oh, yeah. That, that Probably completely burning out the mic. Oh, we, I've, yeah. I don't edit the show much anymore. It's just like if we go a bit over time and we have to cut something, which if I were smart, I would have kept all those sessions and we could release bloopers. I didn't. Slash the laptop I was keeping them on has died, which oh. is really unfortunate. But, um, yeah, we... We generally don't edit much anymore. Uh, and I don't remember why I started to say this, but there just, you go. Just because of funny moments. We had funny moments and you were thinking it would have been fun to create a blooper yeah, reel. It wasn't even that. I mean, I guess I could cut from existing episodes. That would be such a project. There are seven years of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. Yeah. I don't remember why I was saying that. Oh, well. There's been a fair amount of singing. Lots of singing. Excuse me. Uh, Occasional dog noises. Lots of tears. Oh, my goodness. I feel like I cry every podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a lot of talking about mental illness. You guys are troopers for listening to me talk about my mental illnesses. I know I talk about it a lot. Um, you do. And you and I have talked about the fact you talk about it a lot. But mm -hmm. we do love that. It We're, we're hoping that mm -hmm. it normalizes it enough that people who are out there listening to us who are struggling with mental illness don't feel quite so marginalized mm -hmm. you know and yeah well we hope and, that happened and when I'm giving my thoughts and opinions the way my brain is wired is different and so in my mind it's relevant mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. if I think differently and I'm sharing my thoughts I kind of feel compelled to be like okay 
this might be different. Here's why it might be different. Mm. Um, and, and that's why this is a consideration. Hmm. So we've also had lots of honesty about other things, about our fears, mm -hmm. our failures. Um, There's Matt once said to me, like, I hear some of the things you say on the podcast and I'm like, I can't believe she shared that or something like that. Like, and I'm like, I don't remember what I say the second it leaves my mouth. So you and you don't stress about it either. You're not you're not up all night worrying that people will think badly of you. Or... I mean, people are going to think what they're going to think. I think I'm generally likable. Well, no, rephrase. I think that people either really quite like me mm -hmm. or they really do not. And the people that really do not are not my people. And that's okay. It's mm. not my fault. And it's not my problem. Um, I'm never going to be tried to... I'm never... Whoa. <laughs> I'm never going to try to... Annoy someone. Annoy someone. Right. I'm just naturally good at it. But I recognize I'm not for everybody. And yeah. everybody's well, not for me. Well, and you know what? Nobody's for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And hopefully, if you're listening to this show, it's because I don't annoy the living crap out of you. <laughs> you are in a chair. So we had um, my husband set up the blanket fort today because um, we were both kind of... It's a busy day. ...skidding in mm -hmm. um, at the last minute. And he's giving you a chair a that chair. swivels. Is that, is that distracting to well, you? Well, only when I hear the squeak of it. So. Oh, is this... I don't hear the squeak. Okay. Okay. I will try to stop. Yeah, I've, I'm turning. It's <laughs> unlikely that's going to last long, but that's okay. I'm going to try. That's okay. I'm really going to try. So um, we've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. On the two that stand out for me are that our podcasts I did two different Christmas seasons. Mm -hmm. These are the ones um, I was going to bring up too. The Shepherds and the Wise Men. Correct. Yeah. And, um, you know, I really didn't think there was a lot left to learn about the Christmas story after yeah. over 55 years of following Jesus yeah. and hanging around our churches all that time. Yeah. But Wow. That Neat. those those two blew my mind. Yeah, I that one of the things I've really learned from this show is if it's in the Bible, it's probably not an accident. If it's in the Bible more than once, it's definitely not mm, an accident. Yeah, and it is. And maybe this is the analogy I'm gonna I'm using because I'm looking at several quilts that are hanging from the ceiling. But it, it really is like a quilt. Like you can you can look close up and see how the pieces fit together and, and the stitches going over everything. But it is a huge picture mm -hmm. that a lot of attention has gone into. And it is intentional. Mm -hmm. um, the pieces fit together perfectly. That reminds me of a painting by, oh, he's an Edmonton artist. I cannot think of his name, but I encourage everyone to Google King of Kings painting. Mm. The painting is a, it's a portrait of Jesus, who is the King of Kings, mm -hmm. but it's made up of probably hundreds of tiny paintings of other kings oh, cool. throughout history. That's very cool. And you see when you get up close that that's not just a portrait. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of portraits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very cool. So that that's what um, I yeah. thought of that when you started talking about the quilt. And you know, we just we just talk about what we think about sometimes. Yeah, this is a stream of consciousness. You're welcome. <laughs> so, favorite guests? I, I'm pretty sure I know who yours was. Yeah. So I went to broadcasting school, and I got to interview Daryl Jans, who 
you know, to the uninitiated is... Not, not in broadcasting school. No, but on this podcast. Yes. But I'm a broadcasting person, right? Like I... And he's kind of a broadcasting legend in he, Calgary. In Calgary, absolutely. And he he taught my instructors when they went to broadcasting school. Wow. So, and, and we have a really beautiful friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the... Um, news anchor on CFCN for years, ages, years ages, years. yeah, like your whole childhood, I'm all sure. the t- forever, and he's still on TV. And then that's what the episode was about. He he does um, inspiring Albertans, um, and and we talked about some of the people he'd met, and it was really cool to hmm. to interview him. I mean, talking to him, he has stories about everything. He does. He. he he, but he's a sweetheart. He is just the sweetest. And man. like he's probably in his eighties, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you, but the two of you have such a beautiful, unusual friendship. Yeah, I'm sure people see us together and think he's my grandfather or something. Mm-hmm. But no, he's just my, just my buddy. Yeah. So you guys do the occasional breakfast. Yeah, I haven't seen him in much too long. I need to, I need to get in touch with him. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't, I can't pick one favorite. I'd have to say, um, some really inspiring women like. Um, Anita McKellar, who, you know, her husband had a debilitating stroke and mm. she is his caregiver. And it like he, it's so difficult. He can't speak. Um, he can't, you know, move around alone. She he is so dependent on her and she adores him. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's really it's really beautiful how God has taught her to um, rejoice, to make the intentional choice to live in joy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh, so many others. The episode you did with Shirley Teeson on grief was really great. Really? Yeah, for sure. And Cornerstone Shirley, I think, is what uh, um, you can find her on mm. um, if you Google her. She has a phenomenal um, ministry that has come out of a shattering grief in her own life. Horrible, horrible accident, um, yeah, yeah, just so many interesting people. And then... Um, that reminds me of interesting series. Mm. So one of my favorite series was Dear Younger Me. Yeah, that one was cool. And we interviewed a bunch of people in different decades of life saying, what do you wish you'd known when you were much younger mm-hmm. that you've just learned recently? Mm-hmm. And you interviewed some people who were important to you. And yeah, so that was a really interesting series mm-hmm. to hear, you know, what do you wish you'd known a yeah. long time ago? My absolute favorite series was The Biblical Feminist. Yeah, I figured. A hundred percent. When when I meet people who are not believers that want to listen to the podcast, I tell them to listen to The Biblical mm-hmm. Feminist because I think, I think that is a great starting point for misconceptions about what it means to be a Jesus follower. Yeah, true enough. Um, and what space there is for women in the church. Yeah. Um, because biblically god made all sorts of space for us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i appreciate you did so much of the research for that one yeah you really challenged me with that one yeah good i couldn't i couldn't be excited about the project and then be like i don't want to do the work <laughs> that was unfair. Uh, i also enjoyed weird bible stories yeah that was a good one and uh, figuring out why some of these bizarre stories were in the bible yeah cursing the the tree was an interesting one Hmm. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. thing. I learned. I learned some good stuff. But and and the thing about that one was that because we don't know what Jewish people would have um, taken for granted, mm-hmm. the 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 
stuff. It's terrible. Just so it didn't make weird. a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. To us. It's just like okay, sure, um, go off, Jesus. Intentional encounters. Mm-hmm. Love that one, especially Jesus' interaction with women. Yep. Like I said, God made all sorts of space for us in the mm-hmm. Bible. Yeah. Um, so what have been some personal growth areas for you over the past seven years? Mm-hmm. It's so hard to say. I mean, I'm a pretty self-aware person and I, I always have been, I think, at least in my adult life, but learning more patience um learning how to love people the way they want to be loved mm. and not how it's easy for me to love them and I don't necessarily get it right but I'm working on it um being a manager of people has has really taught me that um and and I think a lot of it is is just seeing more and more of where my gifting is um because I think I've always known that I feel like I've got some gifting in front of people, but I'm realizing more and more I've also got quite a bit of gifting behind people. Okay, so tell me what that means. In front of people would be performing. Right. Behind people would be in their corner, mm. you know, pushing them forward, um, being a backstop for them when when they're struggling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's great. Um, I, I would say my biggest personal growth issue or area is um, really grasping my identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. I've yeah. seen you not wrestle with it, but kind of wrestle with it. Yeah, yeah, to some degree. Um, but I've just, you know, I've come to understand he delights in me mm-hmm. the way I delight in my grandchildren, mm. you know, or, or and even more so. And I think I finally experienced healing from an identity wound that goes back to my childhood. Mm. And that healing has really freed me to be authentic, to put other people's needs ahead of my own. Last week, we talked about making ourselves big or making ourselves small. I used to really struggle with needing to perform and Mm -hmm. achieve to be okay, to make myself big. And that need is literally gone now. Nice. Yeah, I just want Jesus to use me. I don't care if it's just in my neighborhood or on a stage with in front of a ton of people. It yeah. it really, it really just is about contributing to the kingdom of God in in whatever way God wants to use me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, well, but I'm working on you're it. You're also not almost sixty two. That's so... correct. I'm only just thirty one. Yeah, so there's that. I'm only a baby. We've done several shows over the years on forgiveness, mm-hmm. and that's another growing edge for me. And I, honestly, even though we've done so many, I've spoken on it so many times, I am still learning what that means in different situations and different oh, relationships. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel I've forgiven my sister more in the last six months than I didn't realize the level of unforgiveness. I, mm. I'd i made the choice to forgive her, but there right. was still quite a bit of resentment. And, interesting. And I've, oof, wow, yeah. Cool. Really interesting. For me, I so I've just had something pretty traumatic happen recently that mm-hmm. has triggered me, um, uh, triggered a lot of memories of, things I'd already worked through and forgiven for, but I've realized that I carry the trauma in my body. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and, and and the opportunities for closure with that are not great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. We won't get into that. Um, so if you've list, uh, learned or something or grown because of Grow on the Go, we would sure love to hear it. Absolutely. That would be so meaningful to us. And you can stay connected with uh, with me through Facebook, just mm-hmm. Donna Carter. Um, one of the joys of this podcast is is the opportunity to disciple my own daughter while others listened in. Yeah. So thanks for letting me have that, yeah. that opportunity. Yeah. And we're going to go a bit over time here, but that's fine. I'll edit this podcast down, which okay. is not normally something we'd say on the air, but it's the last episode. Um, <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire us? What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just want to take some time to say, if you have listened to five episodes, thank you. Um, who this is when I'm going to cry in this show. Um, doing this show has been more challenging than I think we anticipated, mm-hmm. but it has been much more fruitful than we really anticipated too. And um, and some of you have reached out to us, and sometimes I don't see those messages until like years later, um, and then I'm a little too embarrassed to reply. But I see them and thank you Um, means so more than you could possibly know. Um, And and yeah, just thanks for being on this crazy journey with us and listening to us. Mostly me ramble. Mom usually had something useful to say, but I usually just (laughs) talked. Um, Thank you. Thank you for for being part of this with us, because. Otherwise, it really would have just been two weirdos in a blanket fort. <laughs> there you go. Okay, there's a great, there's a great word picture to, to finish on. Yeah. Thanks for being with us on this journey of Grow on the Go. Yeah. I'm Donna Carter. And I'm Kevin Tankers. Thanks for listening to Grow on the Go. Share this episode on social media and find more great programs at faithstrongtoday.com.